Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back and in person. And we are so excited because today we are doing an album that is very near and dear to all of our hearts, Give Me a Minute by Lizzie McAlpine. If you are a longtime fan of ours, <laughs> or if you recently stalked our Instagram, you will notice that we did a Lizzie episode very recently, about a month ago, month and a half ago. But um, we felt like we needed to give her first album the justice it deserved. So here we are. And we are so excited to get into this discussion. So Give Me a Minute is the debut album from Lizzie McAlpine, and it was released August 13th, 2020. And there were 13 tracks. And the singles were Apple Pie, Over the Ocean Call, and Pancakes for Dinner. Okay, let's get started with rankings. I can start. So we have Give Me a Minute, I Knew, Over the Ocean Call, How Do I Tell You?, Headstones and Landlines, Nothing Slash Sad and Stuff, uh, Apple Pie, Same Boat, Means Something, Where Do I Go, To the Mountains, Pancakes for Dinner, and You Love. Okay, my rankings are I Knew, Apple Pie, Give Me a Minute, Nothing, Sad and Stuff, <laughs> Over the Ocean Call, Same Boat, Pancakes for Dinner, Means Something, Headstones and Landmines, You Love, How Do I Tell You, Where Do I Go, and To the Mountains. And mine are Apple Pie, I Knew, Nothing Sad and Stuff, Same Boat, Over the Ocean Call, Give Me a Minute, Headstones and Landmines, Means Something, How Do I Tell You, Pancakes for Dinner, Where Do I Go, To the Mountains, and You Love. Yay! Yay! Okay, so let's jump right in because we have so much to discuss. So Give Me a Minute. Give Me a Minute is the opening track, also the name of the album. Give Me a Minute is like a very serene track to open with. And first of all, the use of the word gossamer, which I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Gossamer is one of my favorite words in the English language for absolutely like no oh, reason. Sure, like, it's a very sure. bold, bold thing for me to say, but I just love it. It just automatically makes you sound so much more poetic and smart. And okay. like, I also just love the way she says it. Like, gossamer. Like, I don't know, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, so immediately, bonus points in my mind's eye, the word gossamer. <laughs> yeah, this song is was immediately one of my favorites, even though it was the first song I listened to. I listened to it and I was like, I know I'm gonna love Lizzie and I know I'm gonna love this album so, so much, but there are just so many elements in the song that I love right away, as Sophia was saying, the use of certain words um and i like how i really like how she repeats i'll say goodbye the first verse has gossamer skies and the second verse has to cloudy blue skies i love that for no reason um but the song is just so poetic and the melody is so enchanting that it just is the perfect song to open up the album and set the tone for what you're gonna listen to later. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It has, it sets the tone really well. And I think it really nicely matches with the, like the album cover art too. Mm -hmm. Like it, it just has the correct vibe. So it was a really good choice to open the album. And 
it also sonically sets the tone and like emotionally as well like you can tell what emotions will be um discussed in the album and i like how all of her songs have a nice like storyline and full circle moments because we like full circle moments and i like how this song starts with give me a minute but then it ends with i'll give you a minute um at the end of the song Let's move on. Okay, we're gonna move on to nothing slash sad and stuff. Whoa, so it's this, like a two part. Okay, usually disclaimer. Usually I don't like that. Like Same. just make it two separate songs. But man, there is something about these two songs that just like coexist in my brain, and they're so gorgeous and so lovely, and I love them so much. One of my favorite parts about this song is in the second verse of Sad and Stuff. This lyric, every time I listen to it, I was like, oh, that's, I love that part, is when she says um, that it could be the way I don't speak Spanish. I didn't ask to be born Latina, <laughs> I knew that was coming, but I, I love that concept and that storyline, how I feel like she's trying to, in a way, come up with excuses or like, reasons but then at the end it always circles back to the or it could just be you like you are the reason yeah that reminded me of the maybe it's the fact that i don't speak spanish passenger has a song he's like i've always wanted to learn spanish and he says like he's like sure spanish (laughs) and when i was deep in my passenger phase i was like jokes on you man i already know spanish (laughs) she's not like other girls (laughs) girls. but i just um I love that album, As Young as the Morning, Old as the Sea, and I love this song, and for some reason I just make the correlation. Why do people so, why do so many people want to speak Spanish? <laughs> no, literally, like, <laughs> just learn it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that has nothing to do, really, but I really like those two songs. I really think that the two parts of the songs have very, um, like, coexisting emotions I also really like how the titles of like each part like show up in the parts. So in part one, which is nothing, it's it shows up in the lyric. And if you ask what's wrong, nothing, yeah. nothing's wrong. I love the way she says that. She goes, she just she just like it's very airy and like free, and that is a good quality. Of and it's voice. like very clearly something is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> No, I also really, really like the way she sings the, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm a fool. Because she's kind of getting at here that she's, in in the second part too, like, she feels that she needs to apologize for something that's really not on her. Yeah. Oh, oh here's the other word. lyric I like. Here's your shirt I stole. Yeah. Take back what you gave me to hold. I love that part. It's so good. Okay, let's move. On. I feel like we can talk about every song on this album for like a full 40, 45 minutes. Like, it's no. just a quality of her songwriting and breaking down her production and her lyricism and just the qu- amazing qualities of her voice. You can sit here forever and do I that. Know. Last week, I was in a nothing sad and stuff phase, like really strong. Like every time it come on, I'd be like, yes. yes. Okay, but with that, let's move on to Over the Ocean Caller, Andrew. I indoctrined 
um, our good friend Rebecca into into Lizzie with this song. I love this. And I swear, the song starts up. She's like three seconds into it. Like, how do you like it? Do you like her? Do you like her? Please love her. <laughs> but um, yeah, this song I feel like is a really popular one within this album for a very, very good reason. It starts off very strong with, I think, a very, very catchy little melody that <clears throat> continues through the entire song. And I love the production in this song so much. There's like, yeah, like throughout the song, if you're listening really closely, you can kind of hear all these like, murmuring. like, yeah, like murmuring noises in the background. And the first time that I noticed that, I was like blown away. I loved that element of the song. No, because this, this was the first song when I first listened to this album was the song that I stuck to and listened to after I listened to the album the first time I listened to this one again and again and yeah. funny story when I first listened to it I did not get the concept of over the ocean call like how she was calling from across the ocean like I thought she was yelling across the like over <laughs> over the ocean yelling across the ocean <laughs> yelling across the else. entire ocean. yes yes <laughs> the entire... and that's but only it took me like two lessons but the very two first <laughs> like standing there her hands over her mouth i was, over I was so confused and then i got it but no i think i think that's really funny now i i do now that I understand it, love the concept of how this song was centered around this call mm -hmm. and that she points out that it's across the ocean, over yeah, the ocean. Yeah, like that is, that's the reason. Mm -hmm. That's why she's yeah. making the call. Okay, I, this song, first of all, it gives um, Huey Lewis. Yeah, I love it style. does. First of all, not only in like the two part segment, but it's like, when your eyes are leaking, that's my weakness. Yeah. And then it's here. It's, and I thought I can make it short, but my brain's all out of sorts. Or like, breaking your heart breaks mine. It's, it's so it's hard. It's, it's hard and it's sad. And oh my gosh. And I love how it's like, even if you're the one doing the breaking up, it still hurts a lot. Like, mm -hmm. feel it twice. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then we get to the end of the song. Well, closer to the end. It's, it's a pretty long song. And I've, been pretty vocal about how I really don't like long songs, but this is like one of my exceptions. You guys are haters to long songs for no reason. No, Victoria likes long songs. No, for me, it, it depends. Like they have to do it right and not make it boring. You know? No, I, I have very, very few songs that are like over, you know, six, five minutes or so like that I love as much as I love this song. What's your one 10 minute version? <laughs> sure. But the That's bridge of this song. Feels the like bridge is minutes. so good. The bridge, the way it goes, it's a crescendo, yeah. if you will. The I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then you get these like incredible the drums like halfway yes. through the bridge. When we talked about uh, Five Seconds Flat, we continually brought up the fact that she knows how to build within a song. Mm -hmm. Um, to write the lyrics for it and create the production necessary for it as well. And it's definitely not as prevalent in this album, which makes sense considering that it's this album just doesn't have the same feel as Five Seconds Flat, but this song definitely had a very nice build and 
I personally very much appreciate songs that do a good build justice. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next track, which is I Knew. I Knew. This was going to be my favorite song. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I love this song. Because you know what I love about her? And she talks about it in some of her other songs. Even her love songs are, like, so sad. So like, sad. This, is, this is so cute. It's like, I knew that you loved me. And then all of a sudden, it's like, why did you have to go? <laughs> it's deeply, deeply upsetting. And I'm, like, Because she doesn't smiling. say that he leaves, right, until, like, like, she has two, like, long verses fold, like, filled up with, like, love and, like, falling and, like, all these themes of, like, being in a relationship or, like, yeah, being in a romantic, like, partnership with someone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, like, so why did you have to go? Yeah, and you're really <laughs> and it let completely, on. like, changes the mood of the song and you're, like, are you kidding? Exactly. You're, like, let on these first two verses they are just they're so the cute. sweetest so it's cute. always it's like not it's not like the cliche stuff in a relationship that you would think it's stuff like bending down to tie someone's shoes in the middle of a snowy landscape and you know and what she does this with andrew like she's tacks yeah. andrew onto the end of over the ocean call so like it's so it on its own it's like pretty happy i would say and you listen to it and you're like oh that's so sweet and lovey and whatnot but then you just finished over the ocean where she's having this like tragic breakup from like a different continent and then you're like okay so it's giving phoebe the song is never really happy it is never really happy it's happy until it's not (laughs) yeah but uh, i love this song and this song in my brain i immediately connected well i listened to this album first but then when i listened to um five seconds flat i connected feelings to the song very heavily because mm. it's just like all of this amazing all of these amazing aspects in a relationship and all of these adorable moments and then you're hit like Hi. it's like a punch to the gut like i know and and it does and she doesn't even leave it out like one like why did you have to go no she continues she's like why did you have to go so soon why do you have to leave me there? And she just keeps on going on and on. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Yeah. We get and it, I feel girl. like just like ceiling, she paints a little like, was it in my head type of thing? Like, I'm thinking about all these amazing things. So how are we in this position now? Type of thing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's move on to the next track, which is Where Do I Go? This one is sad. Literally. But I love the voice filter. I love how it starts with, I'm good with directions and I can uh, find my way with the stars. Because I just think that's so like, like I like the um, like juxtaposition of being able to physically find your way and be able to like go places, um, but then not being able to like emotionally go places. Oh, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah. I think she does that a lot. She sets a scene and then she completely, like, changes the meaning of it through, like, a metaphor. Yeah. Um, But in terms of the production of this song, I already said how I like the voice filter. But I like how the voice filter almost feels, like, muddled and, like, there's, like, something... 
this is weird, but it's like something like standing in the way of like you in the song. But then in the bridge, the voice filter like disappears for a second and you're able to hear that part like super clear and like crisp, but then the voice filter comes back on. I like that. Yeah, this is kind of just like sad. <laughs> this is a nice, I mean, it it doesn't really do that whole false false happiness like a little bit but not not that really much um yeah you kind of know it's gonna be sad when she's like oh i know how to find my way and you're like but but what girl but like <laughs> waiting for I, we knew like we listened to the first four tracks we are not fooled <laughs> we're not no, all that's anymore. true right because you know okay i do have to say if you look at the titles if you look at i knew the way i looked at it is you could tell something was up because it was in past tense mm-hmm and that definitely was a something that was supposed like, to be showcased. I knew that you loved me. It's supposed to be like, oh, this is when I realized that we were in love. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to end in tragedy. I know, but I feel like that was, I don't know, that that was a little clue for me. But I'm, but this one I feel like She's is intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a little more because the title is Where Do I Go? I don't, I feel like that's a lot harder to make a happy song yeah Yeah. that's true okay so let's move on to to the mountains which is definitely an interesting counterpart to where do i go we have where do i go and then to the mountains so yes that is true you're welcome for that very deep analysis i slandered this a little bit so did i but i honestly don't feel bad because I just love this album and I know in my heart that I love this album and I don't need to prove it to anyone. It's okay. Yeah, I can, it's okay. I can, I can rank it. It's okay. I love the entire album. I promise. I know. No, the way that ranks is makes me feel so guilty for what? Literally. For literally what? I'm like, I'm, like, so, I'm sorry, so sorry. I Lizzie. so low. Like, Lizzie. what? Like, Lizzie's like, well, you have to rank it somehow. Like, Lizzie, I, please forgive me. Like, we forget that artists can rank their own albums too. Like, in when my Ella mind's eye, her. no, when Ella ranked hers, I was so upset. I was like, you, like, don't, sellout, like, I said, you don't get to do that. And she was like, wait, what? you guys like that song? <laughs> you were like, dog, girl. Anyways, I feel like this is low-key the happiest song on the album, and that is saying a lot, because it's, like, kind I mean, of sad, too. It has a sad... Yeah, I mean, it's sad because she's going alone. Yeah, but I feel like it's a good thing for her. Right. Like, she's she's doing something for herself. And... No, apple pie. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apple pie is oh, pancakes for dinner. It's like, we're going to get to that. It's, it's happier. <laughs> I love apple pie. Okay, okay, fine. I take that back. The Mountains is not the happiest song on this album. But it's like one of them. Like it's kind it's of pretty song. neutral. It can... Here's the tip. The more the song is about food, the happier it is. <laughs> food makes everyone happy, guys. Apple pie, pancakes for dinner. <laughs> Kiwi. <laughs> sure, that is the angriest song. Watermelon sugar! Uh, the grape, <laughs> grape juice. <laughs> grape <laughs> There's just no getting through. Okay, okay, okay. You're going to see Harry later. Our listeners don't need to see Harry now. <laughs> What do you mean? They just want the full experience. It's okay. They can get their own tickets. Okay, I do have to say, this one lyric was a little depressing in the chorus where she answered with, and I think I deserve to be alone. 
Yeah. Yes, a <laughs> Yum. And she knows herself worse. No, I think this song um, has a very, very nice place in the middle of this album mm-hmm. because I feel like um, if you look at the the album cover art and she's kind of in like a field, right? And then I feel like in for, in this song, she's going to the mountain. So she's coming going away from the field. And then by the end, she's coming back to the field. Yeah, that's that the way I so see it. That is so metaphorical of you, Victoria. Thank you no, so much. No, but I, I like it. And I I love this album cover so much. I know. It's so pretty. Okay, let's move on to the next song, which is an interlude. You love. I love this song. I love you love. Okay, so just before we started recording this episode, we were kind of talking about our rankings a little bit and just looking at them. Um, and Victoria and I were like, it is okay to slander interludes no matter how good they are. And it's not slandering, it's putting them last because it's like, it's deserved, okay? You just just can't put any of the songs last. So it, just because it's an interlude, that's like the only reason. The way I look at it is that you can't, it's really hard for me to compare the interlude to actual songs exactly. because like everything is different. Like the way they're written is different and interludes are generally like softer and you know, the production is not quite the same as a regular song but i really really like this interlude like this is how you do interludes properly yeah i've seen some interludes that are there so they can say they have an interlude on the album but it's not actually an interlude but this is a proper interlude okay let me in the defense of you love um (laughs) i made a concept playlist which i will get to showing you guys after this episode is done and it's my pride and joy and it has you love on it and now i like associate it with like with the playlist and I'm so proud of it and I'm so proud of this song and it just fits so perfectly within my story and it and it's just an awesome interlude so I was like okay we can bump this up a few tracks and I love it Victoria was right this is how an interlude should be done and I also love I love the word love as a noun yes you how do I tell you that it's time for an ad break? Oh, wait. I just did. Hey, guys. We're, we're back. back. <laughs> and we're going to talk about means something. I like to think of this as maybe not as depressing. <laughs> I love this song. I love this song, too. It, it's still depressing, but... Her being a Zodiac girly. Like, we sh- love that. Oh, our signs are compatible. That's funny. Me and Leo's get along great. Actually, me and Leo's do not get along great. Same. <laughs> I don't know, base. Don't look at me. Leo hate train. <laughs> I think that this is um, very much a parallel to I Knew because in I Knew, she's talking about all of these little moments that stuck with her. And then in Mean Something, she's talking about like, oh, these moments, like, they had to have meant something, right? Like, there's no way that it was all for nothing. It's fate, but then you're not here. I like how the song is, um, the, like, production, like, picks up a little bit. Like, it's not as, like, slow and sad as the other ones. Like, the first one, it goes, I saw your name on a street sign in the middle of nowhere, and that has to mean something. I like how she breaks up. Mm -hmm. I love how she starts 
divides her words in the verses and then when she goes that has to mean something she drags out the word and then she adds like harmonies that are really pretty mm-hmm. i think her use of harmony in this entire album has just been so spot on i was gonna yes. say it's very pleasing to listen to um because there's just so many little production elements throughout the entire album and as sophia was saying all these incredible stacked harmonies that we get and her voice is just so soft so i feel like harmonies work out really well with her because they all just blend together very well I like how um, this song just teeters on the edge of, like, the happy, sad... And, like, ups- deeply upsetting. ...barrier, because it's like, oh, I see this thing, it reminds me of you, that has to mean something, but you're not here, and I hope that doesn't mean something. Yeah. So it's, like, the two sides of, like, it's that being, phrase. Like, optimistic, basically, in a situation that's, like, kind of falling apart. And I really like how it ends with, do you think it means something that I wrote another song about you? Me all the time. <laughs> because I really like when, like, it's a little, like, meta, like, when the song references the song. I sure. think that's so fun. I think that it's interesting when artists, like, acknowledge that they think a lot more about a person than the other person thinks about them. Because that takes a lot. Like Because, like... Like, I spent all this time and effort writing songs about people, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but this must mean the same thing to me than it does to them. Like, they must also be thinking about me all the time, but, like, they're probably not, you know? It's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about another debate on whether a person feels the same or not, which is same boat. Yeah, I think that was a good segue. I think that from one song to the next. I remember when I first listened to this song, and I loved like the whole first part and i um like didn't know how the word same boat would be like in the song i, and I just remember yeah. listening to the song and then you get to the part where it's like i don't know if we're in the same boat and she like like oh, she like really puts emphasis on it like i know and the way that the production like stops and it goes i don't know if we're in the same boat like where it goes down and it comes back up exactly I love it. if you were to listen to the song without knowing the name of it you would be able to guess it very easily i love that when there's like emphasis on the title title. i really like the progression of the song where when it starts with the if i had the chance i love that to see the northern lights right for the verses and then um when you get to the chorus and it goes you are my mind when i miss the snow you show up when i hear that song or i finally start watching that tv show i love the chorus i don't I don't know why every time I think of home, I can picture you standing in the cold. That's so it's just tragic. So upsetting. <laughs> so tragic. Yeah. Um, it is reminiscent of pancakes for dinner. It is. It is, yeah. I think kind of like a different twist on the same idea. But I, I like that <clears throat> she does that um, frequently in this album. She takes one idea and has... A couple of songs that group together and revolve around this idea. I think that it kind of shows maybe different sides of her brain or how a scenario could play out different ways. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this song because I just think the concept was so strong about how she was describing like all of these feelings in really like nice poetically, lyrically satisfying ways. And then it all ties back to but I don't know if you're in the same boat. I don't know if you feel this same. is reciprocated, but yeah. let me just put it out there. I love that song so much. It has such a um, 
nice melody to like a singable melody right and it's very relatable in the fact that it's like maybe not specifically what she's saying but it's like when you're at the beginning of a relationship and you're like so excited and in love but you're really scared because you haven't really talked about your feelings yet and you don't really know if the person is as deep in it as you are already it's really interesting and i feel like the next track pancakes for dinner really talks about that when i first saw this on the track list i was a little i don't want to say concerned but i just i was like oh, that's interesting because i look you feel like the whole pancakes for dinner thing is such a like a i guess like an american thing yeah because like okay but it's a great thing i mean okay yeah but it's the like, thing is is that i personally would never do it victoria would personally never have pancakes for dinner i mean i would but i would like that's the one thing americans have going for them is the whole pancake diner business like yeah it's literally <laughs> literally the only thing americans love going for. no no no. okay okay well the like the 24-hour diners like i can get behind that but i just <laughs> <laughs> like being I'm at home house. and being like guys let's no, that's not make breakfast about. for dinner okay. what i like, think that's... i think the point of it is she's saying it's like yeah, kind of like a silly goofy quirky little thing to do like it's kind of crazy but <laughs> no you know, no like... i understand the concept so i think that this was yeah this was definitely the first lizzie song i've ever heard because mm, all, of, all of my little indie girlies on spotify ate this song up it's and on it's like, like every indie playlist ever but it's like okay you know those like fake indie yeah people it's like, who are like oh my yeah. god like, i love indie music like claro and then they listen to like song. one claro song and then like this and then the rest is like taylor swift it's like <laughs> no girl, literally they're like, like they're mad i love indie music and then half the place is taylor swift it's like honey yeah, there's like one Mitski song, one. Um, it's and it's me and my husband. Yeah, always or washing machine. Oh, washing machine. Yeah, so one Mitski song, one Clara song, and this song. Like, I love this song, but that was just an observation. I also, had. um, backyard boy. With oh that yeah, one. yeah yeah yeah. Um, um, what's it called? But what's Claire Rosnack? Yes. Yeah 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 yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, backyard, backyard boy. boy. That song. And they're like, oh my god. And now stick season by Noah Khan. <laughs> the entire internet is obsessed Yeah, so with. that that is every indie playlist song mm-hmm. done. Fake indie playlist. Some of my favorite lyrics, like the start of the pre-chorus where it goes, oh, and to tell you is too scary, so I'll just say something else. I like that part. I really like that part. And the melody of that part is so good, too. And then I also, in the chorus, when she says all the things she wants to do, my favorite thing she wants to do is... Um, I want to dress up too, just to get just undressed. Up. And I love the harmonies that she stacks onto that line specifically. The undressed, yeah. Nevik. <laughs> Saucy. <laughs> Saucy Santana. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Not a word from you. <laughs> no, no. It's just I like the concept of yeah. like dressing up to go nowhere. Getting it beautified and then just saying it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's so cute I'm to sure me. That's not what she's talking about. Yeah, it's not. But we have to keep it PG on here, right? <laughs> yeah, it's that's, just like I, that's up, what I choose to. It's dressing about. up and sitting to watch a movie. Yes, yes, yes. Watching movies, movies. Okay, let's move on to the next track, which is "How Do I Tell You." I like how this is the other one, like posed as a question. Yeah, in the album, the other one being "Where Do I Go." 
Um, this one is so, I feel like, I feel like now that we're in the second half of the album, like I was saying after, you know, like the, to the mountains part, and then she's coming back from the mountain Aww. and we, and we kind of get, <laughs> we kind of get a little more, a little more optimistic here. And so we get to the last track, but shut up it's, it's okay um this one is it's a it's a little it's definitely i mean it, it's it starts the little first line of the song is i'm a little scared you'll leave so i feel like you can tell what where it's where it's going with that i love the very last chorus of the song so much because of the little runs she does with the how do i tell you and then like she repeats that like it's how do i tell you and then how do i tell you i got it from him yeah. i love the little run she does with i her know voice. i think this line is really interesting because honestly we were just talking about how lizzie's incapable <laughs> of writing a super happy song for this album and then she's like yeah how do people not make sad love songs because whenever she talks about being in love there's always some like hint of tragedy or insecurity or yeah um you know that something's gonna go wrong and here she is like yeah there's a reason, guys. But I also think that it's really interesting that this song is positioned right before Apple Pie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Apple Pie is really just her, like, token love song. Truly. Gorgeous, gorgeous song, by the way. But, yeah, I found that really strange. Very, very funny, very silly of her. I guess, speaking of, we can move on to Apple Pie. I love this song. I am... When I listened to this album, this one was, it's second, second thoughts, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so by this time, I remember because I was listening to it in tech class because for some reason I listened to a lot of new albums in tech class because I guess it was that boring. Um, <laughs> She's done with tech, by the way. When I was getting to the end of this album, I remember I took a little break because I had to do something or something like that right before actual this school song. guys yeah i had to do actual work before uh, i got to this song and then i came back and listened to the song and it just, it just blew me away probably because as we were saying it is a nice happy generally happy song on this generally depressing album yeah but i love how the first verse is like some days I'm lonely, and, and some sometimes, days I'm and not. I'm not. Some days I'm only a little bit sad. <laughs> not, not a lot. lot. It's like, honey, what? It's like a good day for her being a little bit sad. It's like, this is a little bit concerning. But I think that this song has some of my favorite harmonies and I think specific melodies of the entire album because the harmonies in this are unmatched. This song, I feel, is also... An- a singable song mm-hmm. um because i feel like some of the more slower like a little more depressing songs are not as nice they're not really written to sing along to but this one is definitely a nice one where i i picked up all the lyrics like right away i love how she talks about skies a lot in this album yes we get, i was gonna point out in the- give me a minute we have cloudy blue sky gossamer sky and here, here we, we have, have april, april sky. sky romantic in different ways okay i do have to say though april is like not the cloudy skies i do not like cloudy skies i love cloudy skies oh i, I think it's funny though how i don't like cloudy skies but then when it's like like blaringly sunny i hate it too so i mean 
There's no winning. There's no winning here. So this just tells you Victoria's a pessimist. I'm sure that there are, there are better ways to figure that out. But I love the way apple pie, like the phrase, is used in the song. Again, with her it's comforting a comfort. American foods. No, but you okay, feel like apple pie baked just right. If like associating someone with like a comfort food because it's a feeling of home right and this whole concept is like oh home isn't a place it's like a feeling yeah and it's like home is wherever you are so being with that person obviously makes her happy and makes her comfortable within herself and that's what like the idea of like a home-cooked meal does to a lot of people yeah and you know what I feel like associating a person with a food is kind of a big deal (laughs) for no reason I just I feel like I don't know. I feel like associating someone with food is a very big step. <laughs> I, I also really just like this song because the whole like city life apple pie gives New York and I love New York. So big apple baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the bridge when she goes, let's rent a place, two rooms, two rooms and a window facing buildings and fire escapes. I love how it's two rooms and a window facing building yeah yeah buildings and fire it's it's just like the melody just jumps i love how my inner like chorus kid comes out when i'm trying to like talk about the breakdown of a song yeah and i like put my emphasis while i'm talking yeah it's just strange you can't see us but we're doing the hands we're doing the hands to the chorus buildings and fire escape shout out to i also really like how the song ends with home is wherever you are tonight because that's just like the whole point of the song as sophie was saying like home is home is a feeling home is a home can be a person like that whole nice nice wrap up to this very optimistic song before we get into the final track which is titled headstones and landmines so i love this song i mean you just know you just know we are not ending on a high note there's so many things i love about this song starting with the first verse where we get all of these um, things in pairs. We have flowers and red wines, oak trees and dirt piles. Yeah. It's giving um, Keep Driving by Harry Styles. Yeah. yeah. But my favorite part about the song is the second verse where we get a study in Scarlet. I love that part. And then I love the heights marked in pencil. I love that one. Heights marked in pencil. It is so heartbreaking. But. And I also like the books don't say sorry. Yes. That's. They just um, they're just observers collecting their dust. That 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 gives. I am in love with the song. The lyricism is like unmatched. I really like how Genius labels the ums as the chorus. Like the chorus is <laughs> guys, that was really good. Thank you for that performance. <laughs> you know what? Your performances are not much better. <laughs> I do not want to build. <laughs> no, but this song is sad yeah i feel like you kind of get that from the title a little yeah a little foreshadowing i think that it does a nice job of like being the last song on this album because you kind of get the 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 vibe is like she can she can be optimistic that sometimes she can be a little less sad but in the end a little less sad is still sad yeah the song i'm obsessed with it guys thank you so much for listening to this episode we had so many fun things we had some we had such a fun time talking about this whole album even if the album wasn't so fun even if the 
it was fun. It would it was just not happy. Sure. There's a difference. There and is a difference. We hope you enjoyed the special treat that's coming soon along with this episode. So yeah. stay tuned. Shut up, Victoria. Um, and as Girl. always, make sure you follow our Instagram and our TikTok. Our Instagram is at the Speaking of Music Podcast. And our TikTok is at Speaking of Music Podcast. So make sure to go follow both of those for all the latest updates. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.